Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. So before I get into this episode, I just want to take some time to thank those that have been listening. And if you've been enjoying the content, please don't forget to share, to follow, to do whatever you need to do as far as with getting updates as far as when I post a new episode. And if anything, I do just want to take this time to thank everyone who's been listening. And I hope that the things that I've been sharing and the stuff that I've been talking about have been somewhat helpful. And if anything, I know doing this is, like I've said, something that I've never done before. And I know that consistency is the main thing. And so I will continue to do this and continue to follow the purpose and what I'm trying to do here. So if anything, let's get into the episode. So I know in the previous episode, I think in the first one that I did, I had talked about some books that I've read. And one of these books that really changed how I looked at things was called The Power of Habit. And the reason why I want to talk about this book is mainly because there has been things in my life since I've read this book that I have been able to basically just kind of evaluate, reflect, and look at things in my life that I do where either I had a good or bad habit. And for those of you that have not had the chance to read The Power of Habit, I would highly recommend if you don't have the time, I believe there's an audio book. I think there's even people that have done summaries on this book. And if anything, you can go to the bookstore and I'm pretty sure most places do have it. So if anything, I I do just want to kind of just give a basic kind of summary of what the book was talking about. And there's there's more details in there. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody that wants to take the time to go read it. But for me, when I first started reading, I went to one of the bookstores and I actually bought a journal. And I had made this promise to myself that any book that I read, I will jot down notes, things that I took away from any book that I read. And so one of the first entries that I've done is The Power of Habit. And I was able to kind of get an idea of some of the stuff that it's mainly talking about. And if anything, one of the things that it did talk about was the framework, identifying the routine, the experiments with the rewards, the isolation of the cue, and to have a plan. So this is just the basic framework of your habit. So if anything, I want you to kind of think of a a giant circle. And in that circle... There's one part that has a routine, there's one part that has a reward, and there's one part that has a cue. So to understand your habits, you need to identify anything as far as with what's in the loop. Once you have diagnosed or been able to identify the habit in the loop, and in any particular, knowing what your behavior is, you can look for ways to supplement old vices with new routines. And there's a saying of this is, It's very hard to change old habits, but it's very easy to make new ones. And I think in anything that you're doing in life right now, whether it's getting up in the morning, whether it's I want to lose weight or I want to be in better shape or health wise, it all starts with the routine. It all starts with the reward and it all starts with a cue. And this has been something that I've been able to look at in my life where growing up, there was things that I just learned being on the reservation and off the reservation, I grew up with, you know, both my mom's side and my dad's side of the family. And there was things that I I picked up 
that I could correlate with a lot of these things that I was able to pick from this book. And habits can be, like I said, good or bad. And I think growing up, coming from a, a native community, you're always told to go to school. You're always told to go out and do whatever you need to do to better yourself. And, you know, the ideal plan is, well, go to college after high school. I think that was the biggest question that I got asked when I graduated from high school. Well, what are you going to do next? What are you going to do here? Or what's going to happen? And the crazy thing was growing up, I had uncles, aunties, a lot of people in my family that I could kind of see what they were doing. And I think this is a general thing for a lot of people to understand as far as like not everybody has the same plan or not everyone does what everyone else does. But I did notice coming from a native community, it was very common for people to say, well, I'm going to go to school or I'm going to do this or I'm going to start something. And sometimes they wouldn't. And I used to wonder why. Why wait? Why say these things or why make excuses or why? Why do you tell your people or even yourself that this is something that you're going to do, but you never do it? And so coming from a native community, that was a very common thing to hear is people say something and then you would never you would never see the reward in it. And I think when I finally left for college during that summer, I think when I graduated from high school, I was around a lot of different people. I saw how people did certain things. I saw how some were very particular. I saw how people did schoolwork. I saw how people managed time. I mean, there was just so many things that I learned being in college that was very different. And every now and then I would meet other people from different reservations, people from different tribes. And sometimes they would tell me, well, yeah, my, my family tells me this, that I need to go to school. And then eventually I'll come back after I graduate and work in the community. And for some it was, well, I'm just doing this because, well, they told me I needed to. And this is what I think is how I can measure success in my life in doing this. And so there was a lot of people that I met from different places. I mean, me, I'm Navajo, and I, I Navajo is a pretty, pretty big reservation. And there were some people from different tribes from out of state. And there were some in New Mexico, such as Pueblos, um, Apache. And a lot of them, I, I was very surprised at how very common a lot of things were with most reservations as far as from their perspective and what they talked about. That same idea of you got to go to school, you got to do this. But then we we joke about it or we talked about how we're told this. And then when we do go back home, it's like you get culture shamed. You know, you don't know your language. You don't know how to speak it. You don't know your traditions. You don't know this or you don't know that. Or in a way, just making you feel bad about something that you were told to go to school and do this. I guess, just seeing the routine. And then when you actually do do it, it's like you're kind of considered like an outcast. You're considered, oh, well, you think you're better than me. Or, oh, you think you could do this or you think you could do that. I, I could have done that if I had a chance or if this didn't happen to me. I don't know how many conversations I've had with people that could relate to that, where it just kind of felt like you were very out of place. And I have been able to talk to people who went to college and graduated and they went back to the reservation and they said it was hard. Some people told me that it was hard to find a job because there was people in those positions that would never leave. Or there were some that just felt like 
yeah, there's things that are that's going on that I just didn't feel comfortable with or I just felt like I was always out of place or people would always tell me this and then it just kind of felt like, well, then show me. Tell me about my culture. Teach me how to speak my language. And I think that's why every now and then you kind of see, you know, people from different reservations or, you know, native that are going to school or, or living off the reservation and going to, you know, doing things and working in different places all over the, the country. And this comes back to what I had mentioned in the book with the framework, the identity of the routine, the isolation of the cue and the plan. And I think one of the things that came across with this was, is that there's a movie that I, when I, when I was in high school, my father, he, he was really into a lot of native movies and he would always, you know, show me stuff and he would have me listen to music or whatever. But there was a movie that he actually found. And I don't know if you can find it. I think it was, I think how we watched it was on the DVD and it's a documentary and it's called Chiefs. And in that documentary, it talks about this high school team from the Pine Ridge Reservation. And it basically follows these kids that are in high school. I think for some, they're either into their junior year or senior year. And basically that first part of that documentary talks about the seniors and some of the things that they're doing. And, and in a way, I guess just how it is living in Pine Ridge. And I don't want to spoil it very much. And if you have the opportunity to go watch this, I think last time I found this, I think it was on Tubi. I think it's a streaming service. It's free. And I know that they were showing it for free. So if you have the time, go check it out. But there's a scene in that documentary where I think like midway through the documentary, there's this point where the season ended and it talks about the seniors and basically some of them were saying, well, I'm going to go to college or I'm going to go do this. And then there's one player who got a scholarship to go play basketball and his his mom and I believe his brother and his grandma all took him to the airport. And basically you kind of get a sense of he looks nervous. He looks surprised. He looks he looks very unsure of what's going to happen next. And when he finally gets on the plane and he leaves, his mom says, man, I hope I hope he makes it. I hope he does good for himself. I hope that, you know, he he accomplishes what he wants And some, you know, like kind of paraphrasing what I've seen. And basically she's wanting him to do the best. And somewhere down, I think it's like a couple months later, it goes forward and says, you know, unfortunately, this person came back and, and then it pans to the to the mom who said, yeah, he just all of a sudden showed up. We didn't know what happened. We don't know why he came back. And then it goes to him and he basically says, I tried and I couldn't do it. So I came back. You know, he's like, I didn't like it. I didn't like the college lifestyle. I don't like any of these things. And so he's like, I came back. And so watching that documentary and even watching that, you know, the, the movie, it basically at a very young age in my life, it kind of made me think about a lot of stuff. That's not who I wanted to be when I got older. That's not who I wanted to be when my time came when I finished high school. I think going into my junior year, no, actually my sophomore year, I had actually made up my mind that I was going to either go to college or I was going to join the military, whichever came first. And 
when I talk about this book, The Power of Habit, I mean, I think there was things that I was already recognizing. There was things that I was kind of doing in a way where I could identify some of the habits that I didn't want to have in my life. And one of them being, you know, something that I just I just didn't want to be another number. I didn't want to be another person who said I could have done this or some of the stories I would hear from from people who played sports on a reservation, some that could have gone far, some that should have gone far, but life happened, something happened, injury, something with whatever. I mean, life is very unpredictable. And I think that's the thing with this is, is that when I read this book, it kind of foreshadowed a lot of things that I was already aware of as far as with habits. And if anything, it helped me identify a lot of the routines. I think sometimes we get so caught up. I think in the routine wise, I think that's where we get too comfortable. And I think that's the thing that I noticed when I read this book is that before everything else, before everything I had experienced growing up to when I became an adult to when I was in college to all these things before all that, I just felt like I was just too comfortable. And I think when I recognized that there's more to life, there's things that I could be doing, that's when I woke up. And basically, it just started this whole domino effect of me wanting to learn more about life, wanting to be different, wanting to make sure that when my time comes, I can look back on my life and say, I tried and I did it. Or yes, this didn't work out, but hey, I learned something. I was able to go and innovate or do something very different. And... Since then, I do want to say that since I've been reading that very first book that I read, I've read a lot more books that talk about some of these things. And that's why I said in the very beginning of this podcast is that consistency is key. And whether or not things go the way it should or whether they do, I am going to try my best to stay consistent and do what I need to do because like I told myself many years before, I do not want to just be another number. And being native and coming from the Navajo reservation is, yeah, I don't want to be just another number. I want to be something that not only for myself, my family, but also for a lot of other people out there that feel like you can't do certain things because there's so many things around you that just happen that life can happen. I mean, in any framework, like I said, the Power of Habit is a very good book, and I would highly recommend it if you have the time to read it. And I will say it's not going to be the exact same way if you do read it and you find all these things. I mean, I really dissected a lot of things in my life to where I recognized a lot of these things. Habits can be a lot of factors in play when it comes to your environment, to the type of stuff that you, I guess, do on a day to day. And one thing really I took away from this book is that I just didn't want to have to make excuses anymore. Now that I know what I know, I should be able to apply it and I should be able to do better. And I think that's the whole idea is you have to have a plan. And being able to have a plan going forward, you understand that there's a goal in mind and eventually you're going to reach it. And I think that's where a lot of this can come into play as far as with what you're going to be doing next. So... If anything, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will probably do a little bit more as far as with some of the books that I've read and being able to correlate a lot of these things in my own personal life that I've been able to identify. And if anything, we'll see you on the next episode and I hope you guys enjoyed. And like I said, please share, please get the word out. And if anything, more content will keep continue to come out and 
We'll see you guys on the next one.